Welcome to The Breakaway, a Sacramento Republic podcast. Banded in the box! Unbelievable strike! <laughs> My goodness, what a defensive play! Half the crowd can't even believe it! Welcome into The Breakaway, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Connor Sutton. It's the first podcast of 2021. Hope your holidays were relaxing and safe. And finally, 2020 is over. Now we can move on to 2021. Hopefully lots of good things in our future. Um, today's podcast, assistant coach Colin Falvey. He's had a lot of experience. We talk about some of that. He also played alongside head coach Mark Briggs. We asked him what his favorite Mark Briggs story. He does that at the very end, so stay tuned for that. And uh, talks about Hayden Sargis as a center back He when he played. Falvey talked about Hayden Sargis and his development um, and how he's excited for him for 2021. We have a couple of really exciting announcements that'll be coming soon for this podcast. Season two is coming out very, very soon, and a couple new features that we will add um, to try and build this and, and get you guys as much good content and things you want to hear, what you want to see. We saw that on Twitter yesterday. We heard from you on what people want to see and hear from this podcast in 2021. We listened to you. We got it planned, and uh, that stuff will be coming out too. So season two coming soon for the breakaway very very excited but we appreciate all the support please rate review and subscribe or follow um, on wherever you get your podcasts all right let's get to assistant coach colin falvey our republic fc fans he joined the club last year before the season started uh and it's good to see you, assistant coach colin falvey colin how are you man good to see you how's the off season going uh going well good good to see you too thanks for having us on uh i mean Excited to have this, have this chat with you, and um, uh, yeah, the off season going well. Obviously, big recruitment push right now this time of year. Um, trying to get to as many combines as possible, talk to as many agents as possible, look at as much footage as as you as possible. So, all them kind of uh, avenues were 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 definitely going down and trying to not let any stone un, unturned and trying to build. Uh, the best roster possible. So yeah, so far so good. Well, when you're talking about on the recruiting trail and you're looking for for different you know players around the country and more, when you look at someone's video compared to when you go watch them in person, how are those experiences different for you? Uh, well, first things, if you if you come across somebody that you like, you can see uh, uh, you know quite clearly when you close up his you know how he conducts himself on the field, his communication, his um, you know, some of these videos this uh, you you get sent and there's music playing in the background. Um, you then also get a chance to chat to the to the kids. Um, you get a sense you can get a sense and a feel for what's he like, his type of character. You know, ask him some questions and and then you can get a lot of um, answers that way. And then you know, obviously, I'd speak with Mark and Todd, and then with somebody we really like. You know, not only. Ability wise, but is he going to fit in in what we're trying to build the culture, um, what we're what what we're trying to do? So, um, it's definitely much much bigger advantage to um, to get out there and get really really close up and get your eyes on on, on these players. So, um, yeah, obviously with the video and stuff like that, you, we 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 do a lot of background checks, references. Um, a lot of these players come from people that we really know and trust. So. Um, yeah, it's 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 you know it's definitely uh, definitely a big time of year because you got to make sure you get the right pieces in to fit what we're trying to do. So 
um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it right now. Well, it's a, I know it's a, it's a time when the off season might supposed to be a little bit relaxing, but it doesn't seem like that's the way this, this off season, knowing that in 2021, uh, you know, things are going to get rolling here pretty quickly. I want to talk to you a little bit about, cause I think you have a really fascinating career. So I, I wanted to get into many different facets of this, but one of the things that I think is so interesting is you played alongside head coach, Mark Briggs, and I've you've seen him coach. Um, you, you know, you've seen him on the sidelines coaching, but I'm curious, you know, how is he different from when he played to now as a coach? Um, good question. He's obviously when I played with him, it's, it's, I think he had, he, he made sure he, when he, when he wanted, when he was trying to get his point across when he was a player, um, there was only one way it was coming across. Let's put it that way. It was straight to the point, which was great because I'm like that. Um, we quickly uh, had an understanding when we started playing together and it's, it was, um, you know, it was just basically know your role, get your job done. And um, he was very good at that. And he was always a very good uh, motivator and, and good with other teammates and, and uh, a good team guy. And, um, Obviously, his under understanding of the game and football is 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 top notch, and it's one of the sharpest football minds I've come across. Um, so we've always we've always stayed in touch, even after we stopped playing together. We've always stayed in touch and, and continued to talk about uh, the game, about players, and then obviously, um, you know, when he when he retired, I was still playing, and he went into into coaching. So. Um, you know, even helping him out with, with some players along the way, or uh, he would call me about some guys that are in the league that I was currently playing in or whatever it may be. So we always had that relationship continued from our playing days. Um, the biggest change I would say is, yeah, like how he manages the group now compared to how he was as a player. Um, you know, one player might need um, a little uh, kick up the backside, if you will. Um, to get the best out of him, another player might need an arm around the shoulder, uh, another, you know, whatever it may be, Mark, that's the one thing that's impressed me coming in the door uh, right off the bat was how Mark is able to get the best out of the players and how to get his information, how each player is going to take that on board. And he was quite quickly analysing and, 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 and looking at the player and what they exactly needed for them to get uh, improvement and get to where they wanted to go so um seeing him change from being a player to that because when i was a player as i said I, I didn't see that side of him so that would be the one biggest thing where i think uh, it's really impressive and um then as i said earlier his 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 football iq and his uh is second to none so uh he's now he's now matched that up with, with being able to handle and manage a group uh, and motivate and get the best out of them, as you've seen uh, many games this year, mm-hmm. especially with late wins and um, and that just that, honestly that that comes from what he's trying to build, what we're trying to build uh, with team culture and, and never give up attitude and and we don't we don't stop till the last whistle. Um, that's why you've seen so many late 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 victories this year. So you can already see him stamping his authority on that and and, and just seeing him how he runs a, a weekly. Uh, program just every day coming in and how organized and how uh, uh, how he has already got the week ahead set up and um, for me that's been 
an impressive thing because again as a player you you don't deal with it when you're just teammates you, you you come in for two hours you train um and you go home and, and some guys play uh xbox or playstation whatever and some guys will just go and hang out and uh you know you don't you don't ever see that when you're uh, when you're just teammates but uh see how far he's how, how far he's like even for me i, I retired you know much uh you know, quite a little bit of time after him, uh, but not too long. And the amount of, um, how would I say, the amount of good organization skills that he has in that short period of time of being able to uh, manage a group and, and, and get the best of him is, is impressive because um, uh, it, it really blew me away when I came in. So he's uh, he's, he's, he's brilliant. He, he's, you know, he started every week. He sets out the tasks for everybody in the staff, and uh, and, and we work together, and we, we we try to achieve what we have on. Well, I think it's interesting because you know when you talk about like you mentioned teammates' relationships compared to a coaching relationship. You know, how has your guys' relationship changed from? And you talked about it a little bit, but when you come in as a coach, you come in this year. You guys have played together. You've been in contact. How has your relationship changed in, in this past season, and even you know in this off season? Uh, we've, we've definitely be like, as I said, we were always very close, but when we, you know, hadn't, uh, you know, we hadn't played with each other for such a long time. I think it was, uh, 2009, I think it was. Um, so we hadn't played with each other for a long time. And, uh, as I said, we've always stayed in touch and always try to stay close, but, um, yeah, he's, I mean, the easiest way it was kind of easier the transition because I'd be, I I was uh, helping coach at Chattanooga Red Wolves mm-hmm. um, in League One, so our conversations kind of about coaching started eighteen months previous. Not about me coming to Sacramento, but just about coaching in general. Um, you know, whether it be different systems, different setups, different trainings, uh, talking about recruitment to players. So our kind of uh, playing conversations had already moved on to just out now coaching stuff um right. which kind of set the table um for when i when he offered me a job him and todd offered me the job and i came on board that kind of a relationship had already grown naturally into um the coaching mindset if you like hmm. so uh it was a pretty smooth transition and that was thanks to him and todd to be honest they made uh made it very easy for me welcome and uh, um, gave me my roles and responsibility. And I, I just try to do anything I can help him. Well, I think you were the last high five tunnel we did before coronavirus. <laughs> save the best for last, right? Yeah. Save the best for last. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, you, I was going through your career, which is, you know, you played in, obviously you grew up in Ireland, you played in Ireland, New Zealand, here in North America, India. And then, you know, you mentioned Chattanooga Red Wolves, who you, you know, played with and coached with Ottawa Fury, India 11, um, so uh, you're, and as a center back, I think one of the things that we talked about and I talked about and watched this last year was the development of Hayden Sargis. And, you know, as you, as a former center back and a guy who is, who's so young and so talented, what have you seen from him in this past year that, um, excites you? I know he's possibly going to, or at least on the, on the short list of, of you twenties. Um, what have you seen from him? Um, it's funny. Some of these combines I've recently been at. He's he's definitely caught people's eye because he's he's one that's been uh, definitely asked on these combines. You know, 
people have already reached out to me and asked me, oh, who's this, who's this new young kid that you've got coming through and all that. So um, that speaks volumes for what Hayden's accomplished uh, over the last 12 months. Um, for me, being here yeah, past centre back, it's great to get my uh, be able to uh, use my experience and 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 on different situations to help him and uh, some advice, obviously along the way. Uh, but more so to get my hands on with him on a day to day basis of of of, of imp- in, in trying to improve and practice. And um, honestly, the biggest thing I can say for him is 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 his attitude and his willingness to um, to learn. Like I mean. We could be after a long, long session. It could be, you know, one a tactical session or whatever, maybe, and the session might have might have dragged on or whatever. We're trying to uh, make sure we get what we're trying to achieve out of that session, and um, and Hayden's always there straight away after the session ends. Hey, come on, let's do an, an extra 10, 15 minutes of uh, of this. Um, I watched. Uh, I watched. He be. He. He's always. You know, well aware of um, maybe a couple of decisions or mistakes he made in the last game, and he's he's the first one before you even have to go to him and say, "Hey, we need to we need to work on this." He's already to you uh, asking, "How can we do this? How can we do it better?" Um, so that's from a coaching point, that's like fantastic when you have players with that kind of attitude. It makes you even want to work more with them. Um, and then alongside those things, he's obviously got all the the tools in the world to. Um, to succeed, um, you know, technically, size, strength, he's got everything. Um, um, and then he, uh, what's also most impressive, he's he's um, he's very humble as well, which 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 is nice to see from a young player that's played a lot of minutes. And you know, I've seen kids come into first teams where they can get a little bit ahead of themselves too quickly. They 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 start to think. Um, they're the bee's knees, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to put it that way. And uh, he's definitely not that. He's a humble kid as well. And, and, and as I said, he's willing, he's willing, and opening and hungry to learn. So he's been a joy to work with. And I think the sky's the limit for him. And I, I can't wait to start working with him again and, and, and even help him improve more and push him on. And uh, obviously with Todd as well. Todd is a defender as well. Right. So I know Todd is in his ear and giving him tad bits of advice. Um, and then, and 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 then, obviously, he's got a, a very, very good, young, uh, promising up and coming, uh, up and coming coach in Mark. So he's in safe hands, and uh, I'm 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 looking forward to see what else he can do in the coming year. Yeah, and partnering with Mitch Tainer this offseason, as we just saw the signing a few weeks ago, will be exciting. Uh, I know a lot of Sacramento fans uh, are excited to see Tainer back. So you know, you've been playing soccer in America and other countries for many, many years. And you started in, in, uh, I believe in North America in 20 and 2009, like you mentioned, that was this year you won a championship with Mark for the uh, Wilmington Hammerheads. When you talk about development in North American soccer, especially in American soccer, have you seen a dramatic increase in the tactical level of the way soccer is played at not only, you know, at USL championship, but at league one and league two, um, and even in academies. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's frightening uh, how much um, how much it's grown and how fast it's grown in, in the span of ten, say ten years. You know, mm-hmm. you go and watch academy teams playing out. There, there, it's it's you know teams are playing different systems. Um, uh, you know, the, the USL Championship games, the USL League One games. 
there, uh, a lot of them now were very, very tactical games, and you could see uh, different coaches trying to play different uh, different ways and, and, and trying to find different ways to be successful and get results. So um, as more so when we um, when I first came over, Mark will tell you this as well, It's it was, um, you know, it was still um, a lot of teams still played 4-4-2, uh, you know, the teams genuinely or gen- generally with, you know, had good, but whatever teams had good budget had the best players and they nearly always won as, 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 as now. Um, it's not as easy, even if you have money uh, and a big budget, it's, it's, it's not easy to win the championship. Um, I'm sure if you look at Phoenix over the last, um, you know, they've, they've invested so much and, and, and they've just come up short a few times. So, and that's down to, um, that's down for me. That's down to education from 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 the academies right up to the the first teams. Now you have um, a much more in t- uh, the players coming through, much more intelligent game IQ um, players coming through. Um, you've then obviously got the the coaches who are uh, the same, very, uh, starting to get very very educated and very very um, qualified. And um, uh, yeah, it's it's amazing to see how I mean. You at one point USL was on its knees when when we first came out and we, we looked at going back to Europe. I think Mark actually did at one point, um, and to see how far it's come now, there's like I mean, obviously COVID has has, has pumped the brakes a little bit, but there's expansion after expansion, and, and both League One and Championship. I mean, it's just new teams coming in everywhere, and it's growing and growing and bigger and bigger. So it's it's great to see because. Um, country with this size and no country with huge appetite for soccer and um it's from in my opinion it's 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 great and it's it's more the better well it seems like i mean we talk about the roster this upcoming year a lot of young guys um obviously hayden sardis who we mentioned mario panagos a lot of academy players who are really really talented and you know have the ability to make an impact <laughs> we saw panagos and and juju chavez come in in that portland timbers game and and score two quick goals and basically save the match. Um, so it, the academies are becoming a bigger and bigger factor and just raising the a level of soccer. it seems when you look at this 2020, 2020 season, 2020 team, and, you know, now looking ahead to 2021, what do you think is the biggest, um, biggest thing that, that the coaching staff now you guys are in your second year have learned from that 2020 team and 2020 season, um, heading into 2021. Um, it just, Firstly, to touch on what you were just saying about the, you know, how big of a role the academy guys have um, now coming through teams and especially ours last year. Um, I think that that's fine. I, I think you've hit the nail on the head, but I also think you need, um, you need to have a coach and, and, and uh, somebody that believes in the players that they can play first team minutes because I've seen that at clubs before where there's some great young kids and they don't get the opportunity because uh, maybe the coach is worried about age or, um, whatever it may be. So, firstly, fair. You know, that's one thing that impressed me with Mark when I first came in. He he, he made it very quite clear that if you're good enough, you're old enough. Uh, and the proof was in the pudding, pudding later in the year, as you've seen him use, um, you know, use the young guys and not only use them, but um, he was the one that seen that they could make an impact. And 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 then he had the bravery to go and do that and put them on the field, and and then and then they took their chance. So. That's the first part of that. The biggest thing we can learn from um, 
mean, that's a tough one because it was a it's, tough season, it's, yeah, with the yeah, COVID tough, and everything. Tough season to to gauge with the COVID. You only end up, um, you know, playing a lot of the same teams. But, um, you know, I think I think we were very uh, very clever in, in in the pieces that we're starting to bring in. Um, I think I think we've learned on uh, how we on certain games that we lost. Um, the right pieces that we needed to come in to fix the fix some of the problems that we were seeing tactically, and uh, and then and and then we had to also bring in the we wanted to bring in guys and keep the guys that we felt uh, were going to build that real uh, close knit um, uh, culture and 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 never say die attitude type of team spirit. So um, I think uh, you know we, we've 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 tried to look at that and on 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 and try to put our finger on certain things that went wrong and we've we feel like we we've already well underway of um, of improvement in them areas. So um, yeah, as I said, we're not done yet. The squads, the roster is nowhere near done yet. So we, we, that's a that's something you got to continue to work on day to day. And then I'm sure just uh, like. You mentioned about the three about the academy guys coming in and playing minutes this year. I I fully expect that we that we could have some more, and and I'm sure the ones that didn't get their opportunity last year, the ones that were closer, um, I'm sure they looked at their friends playing minutes, and 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 uh, now they're hungry and they want more of that, and I'm sure they're going to be working in the off season and 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 trying to get on our uh, radar. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see more more of the guys uh, making the step up. Well, I, I don't want to take too much more of your time because there's a Premier League game that I know you want to watch. So we'll ask one one final question. Best best Mark Briggs uh Marsh Mark Briggs story that you have from playing career. Best one that is that is podcast appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> um best best Mark Briggs story. I remember I remember after like the second or third game playing together, he played like uh, at the time he was playing as a, a deep midfield player. I was playing obviously right behind him at centre-back. Um, and I remember after three or four games in, I don't know if it might even been into the league season or else it was during pre-season, but, um, you know, from long balls or goal kicks from the other team, um, I noticed Briggs, he just, I, know, I noticed him just kind of just, when he could go and challenge for the header, he just kind of left it, and it was kind of it would the ball would drop in between the the D mid and, and the centre back, and uh, I remember us having a, a little go at each other on whose ball who should be dealing with that, and I remember him just turning over his shoulder and he said uh, he said no no he says uh, I'm Mark Briggs a footballer he says you centre backs you're just here to head it you need to just go and head that I'm not going to head that. <laughs> Um, so I remember two or three games in and it was like, um, I was like, all right. So, so it was his way of telling us the back line should get a little bit higher and I should, we should be challenged for them so we can get the second ball. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's, there's plenty of stories on them, but, um, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it like that and we'll, we'll keep it as if, uh, but it's funny. He, he loves players that head the ball. So it's funny that he didn't want to do it himself, but yeah. <laughs> maybe he just wanted to, he just really wanted to get that second ball yeah that his, maybe that's what I'm saying maybe he was ahead of the game yeah. uh, ahead, of, uh, ahead of his time um, wanted to play higher up the park and pick up the second phase ball and all that so um, 
no, it was just funny. I just remember, I always remember that and him saying, I'm Mark Briggs, I don't have that. You've got to come and have that. <laughs> and we don't, we don't even know each other a couple of weeks. And I was like, all right, I guess we'll, <laughs> we'll see how this relationship develops. <laughs> well, it th- turned out pretty good, it looks like. So can't complain yeah, too much. Hey, well, thanks so much for taking the time uh, to talk to us here on the podcast. Uh, I mean, having uh, this coaching staff, you, Mark Briggs, uh, obviously others, is uh, it's exciting and I'm excited for the 2021 season. Good luck on the recruiting trail and uh, hope to see you soon, man. We'll, uh, we'll have to talk Ted Lasso soon. I'm looking forward to it. It's a hell of a show, so um, some, some great laughs in there. And, yeah. Uh, I heard they're coming out with a second season, actually, so. Oh, um, I did not know that. Yeah, and that's the rumor. So, um, yeah, thanks for having us on. I appreciate the chat any any time, and uh, looking forward to to getting up and running here in twenty twenty one. Absolutely, man. I I can't wait. I know you can't wait, and most people listening to this can't wait either. So I appreciate it, and and again, uh, good luck, and we'll see you soon. See you, pal. Thanks. Our thanks to Colin Falvey for taking the time. He's incredibly busy right now, out scouting, looking at players, watching videos, as we know. The entire Soccer Ops staff is getting ready for 2021. Coming up next week, very excited about this podcast and having this guest. He's back in Sacramento. It's Mitchell Tainer. We've seen him score goals, specifically the one spectacular goal from 2018. Excited to talk to him about that and so much more. That's coming up next week, so you're not going to want to miss that. Coming up next week on The Breakaway. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, follow. And let others know about the podcast if you love it. Um, And like I said, we appreciate you so, so much. Uh, Excited for this 2021 year. And big announcements coming soon, as I mentioned at the top of the podcast. We'll we'll see you next week. And as always, go Republic.